0: You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey there, non-plus listeners. You're the sort of person who likes to partake of a tipple from time to time. A what? A tipple. You know, it's a bit, of, it's a bit of booze, but coyly and a
1: little British. Coyly British is my stage name.
0: Okay. If you enjoy a cocktail from time to time and you're looking at jazz things up a bit, you should definitely check out Shaker and Spoon.
1: Yeah, Shaker and Spoon is a really cool subscription service that helps you be your own mixologist. They send you a new box every month centered around a carefully curated cocktail theme.
0: Inside, you'll find all your ingredients, instructions, and even mixology definitions to help you craft your very own fancy cocktails. You provide the poison, Shaker and Spoon provides the pizzazz.
1: To sign up and get $20 off your first box, head over to shakerandspoon.com forward slash nonplussed.
0: Again, that's shakerandspoon.com slash nonplussed to get 20% off your first order.
1: I'll drink to that. And one for Molly.
0: episode of Plus to gay rum through the disney plus vault that over there is my holly jolly husband clancy
1: and over there is my ho 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 husband josh and we are Plus
0: a mischief media podcast hello, hello and happy hurlidays hey slay girl slay but with an e-i-g-h what oh grr. it's time god <laughs> um hello listeners it's that time of year where we talk about some movies you've probably watched too much in your lifetime yeah and uh and i will we'll get there before too long but yeah. as i mentioned last time there is a mischief merch sale that oh. was approaching it has now arrived it has arrived it is the it one is and here. only sale of the year at MischiefMerch.com. you get one apparel item Get one for 50% off using the code SALE2023. That's S A L E 2023. Get it, girl. Our shirts are included in that sale. Yeah. So get one for yourself and one for your partner, or one for sleeping in and one for wearing out, or one for turning into a midriff cutoff situation.
1: I'm actually wearing mine right if you're now. You're wearing yours
0: right now. Then you should be to mischiefmerch.com, sale 2023. Get, get Buy one, get one 50% off. All right. On Disney Plus, if you're a nerd or at all generally aware of things, Doctor Who, you know yeah. that the 60th anniversary has arrived, is arriving, it's features a- yeah. not only my favorite Doctor, but also my favorite companion. Oh, yeah. Doctor Aunt Donna. Um, and I believe we're going to get our new Doctor at the end of it because it's the Christmas special and that's usually what happens. Also, Neil Patrick Harris in it and he
1: plays a villain. Interesting. Okay. I- yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay cool
0: i guess they were just, the bbc is just like let's get all the queers from over in america and put them in the show
1: <laughs> oh, they got jinx
0: they got this guy was jinx know. in an episode Jinx was a villain
1: yeah oh yeah that's
0: fun anyway um we'll link a, a, a an article about that also after one season they've canceled muppets mayhem oh damn i mean it's not like we watched it
1: yeah we did <laughs> i mean i had the intention but you know hey, the road is paved right so.
0: i mean it's it it is what it is yeah um but in in good news and fun news we got a new what if season two trailer not it, even a new one just a what if season two trailer
1: it looks so good
0: it looks amazing it looks like we're gonna get that iron man and Gamora car story finally that looks a bit Um, Death Race meets Mad Max. Yeah. There's also a wholly new original character. I'll link that and details in the show notes, including links to the other two stories we mentioned. Yeah. All righty. As always, our research for this week comes from Wikipedia, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Box Office, Mojo. Jingle, jangle, bingle, bangle. Clancy, what did we just put ourselves through? Uh,
1: We watched uh, Jingle All the Way.
0: Yes, Christmas classic. Uh, consumerist capitalist capstone of the twentieth century jingle all the way. Released November twenty second, nineteen ninety six, at a thank merciful runtime of an hour and twenty nine minutes. Yeah,
1: it is nice that this did come out close to the holiday season.
0: It's it, it almost feels rare sometimes yeah. that, that we're getting Disney holiday movies that actually come out around the holidays. Um, directed by Brian Levant and written by none other the legendary randy cornfield
1: he's horny for corn
0: randy cornfield <laughs> honestly sounds like a drag name it
1: does it really does he
0: also wrote the sequel the direct oh, to dvd no. sequel that has absolutely nothing to do with this one we'll get there yeah
1: let's talk about the cast let's talk about the cast
0: first off we've got arnold schwarzenegger as howard langston sinbad as
1: myron Larabee. phil hartman as ted malton rita wilson as liz langston jake lloyd
0: as jamie langston
1: Robert Conrad as Officer Alexander Hummel.
0: Martin Mole as a KQRS DJ. Jim Belushi
1: as Mall Santa.
0: EJ De La Pena as Johnny Moulton.
1: Lorraine Newman as First Lady. Harvey Corman as President. Richard Mole as Dementor.
0: Curtis Armstrong as Chain Smoking Booster.
1: <laughs> Danny Woodburn as Tony the Elf. Paul White as Giant Santa. Daniel Riordan as Turbo Man. Bruce Bone as Santa at Warehouse Door. Phil Morris as Gail Force. Amy Peetz as Liza Tish. Chris Parnell as Toy Store Sales Clerk. Nicola Latour as Counterman. Kate McGregor Stewart as Toy Store Customer. And
0: Vern Troyer as
1: an uncredited mini Santa. Oh, my God.
0: Jesus. All righty. Uh, any, any thoughts before we dive in, Clancy?
1: Oh, just that, like, uh, just first and foremost, if you if you are wanting to watch this before... You don't have to. It's not good.
0: No, I hadn't seen it. You had.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I did. I had seen it. Uh, I didn't think it was this bad. Also, I didn't think it was this racist. But here we are. I, yeah, <laughs> and I
0: can't tell if it's tr- if it's ironic and it's supposed to be these are awful people saying awful things or if it's these are things that are supposed to get audiences to laugh in 1996.
1: This is targeted towards children. Children are not going to understand that there is a nuance between using it as a satire from a villain saying those things because they're still going to repeat it yeah so like uh, it's not exactly no you're right oh let's 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 just get through this
0: let's let's do much like forced family occasions during the holidays this one is in fact mildly racist quite uncomfortable but thankfully only lasts for 90 minutes here we go Discs, anyone? Oh. workaholic minneapolis mattress salesman howard langston loves his wife liz and six-year-old son jamie but rarely finds time for them he is often put in a bad light by his neighbor divorcee ted malton who harbors unrequited feelings for liz after missing Jamie's karate class graduation, Howard resolves to redeem himself by fulfilling his Christmas wish for a Turbo Man action figure, a popular television superhero, despite Liz actually having asked him to buy one two weeks earlier, which Howard forgot about. On Christmas Eve, Howard sets out to buy the toy, but finds that every store has sold out and in the process develops a rivalry with Myron Larabee, a postal worker father with the same goal. So we get this uh, very Clearly, Power Rangers influenced intro. Yes, to the Turbo Man show, in which his sidekick booster
1: is goddamn horrifying. Oh, absolutely! And is it, the the whole thing is just too goofy. Like it's it's just.
0: Again, power like this is what Power Rangers looked
1: like I mean, when I it first came on the air. Yeah, I, get I was it.
0: collecting Power Rangers action figures at this time. That was clearly the influence, the sort of like toy craze. Oh, for sure. The only one I could never get was the yellow Power Ranger, and then I didn't get her until much later when I wasn't actually interested in them anymore.
1: Yeah, <sighs> I liked the blue ranger. It did have both of what,
0: what homosexual didn't like Billy. <laughs> Come on. We all clocked him before he clocked oh, himself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Booster is an absolute vibe. Uh <laughs> I think you referred to him as like a night terror. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is a
0: sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> See, that's what, what it, yes, it was. Sleep paralysis <laughs> demon in care oh bear form. It's, it's horrifying.
1: It really, really is.
0: Turbo man looks so proud of himself. For all of this throughout this little montage. Oh, yeah. And that's Richard Maul, who was Bull on Night Court as Dementor. Oh. Yeah. I didn't clock it until I was looking at the cast later.
1: They have this close-up of him where it's like he's got like pimples or poop or like it was... (laughs) It was gross it was, because they uh, cut, they immediately cut back and it wasn't there. Yeah. But it's just like, that means that makeup had to have done that to make him seem or grosser.
0: They th- he thought they were cut. He went to the craft services <laughs> table, housed a donut, and they were like, Richard, no, we no, need no, you no, back no, on no, set no, for a close no, no. up real quick.
1: And he's like, I'm fine. Hey, this oop, looks great. Mer, oop. Uh, yeah. And I mean, obviously this probably wasn't meant to be seen in, in. HD on a 4K TV. No, like, but it
0: yeah. was seen in a movie theater, much larger, where yeah. those crumbs would have been the size of your head.
1: Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely right. I am right. <sighs> Mr.
0: President is twice this woman's age. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. it, it and she looks like Kristen Wiig. This woman yeah. is easily half his age. Yes.
1: Very and that so. boy is their
0: child? Yeah. How old was she when he knocked her up? It's it's a
1: little it's a little grody. Age
0: ranges on all of it, because like even Jamie refers to things that have happened multiple years in the past, and I'm like, is this a Benjamin Button thing? How old is this child? <laughs> I know. How old is he?
1: Not to mention, this child is Anakin Skywalker. He is.
0: Bless <laughs> his heart. He had a hard time after Phantom Menace because both the critics <laughs> and his schoolmates were bullying him after the fact.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying he was very much like he was high energy and one note the entire movie. I
0: bet honestly that's what got him the Anakin gig. You watch this and that is a kid who can follow instructions. Is he a compelling actor? No. Yeah. But that is a kid who can follow directions. You're
1: you're absolutely right. You are you're you're so right. Also terrible at acting, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, <laughs> that's never been in doubt. I, I know, don't think. but it's we, just and we've so always forgiven obvious. him
0: for that. Not unlike Sinbad. It was part of his charm to be that yeah like Sinbad is just being Sinbad in this movie he's just being Sinbad as a disgruntled postal worker yeah you know what I mean
1: a postal worker that goes postal we
0: weren't which in and of itself is problematic because come the fuck on why are we making punchlines about people having psychotic breaks yes we're post this in the 21st century (laughs) and my point is is that we didn't expect a lot of range out of people in the nineties, which no. is why so many TV actors in the nineties were horrified about getting stuck in their, you know, pigeonholed into whatever their particular role was. Right. Because that's how things operated. Oh, that's the thing you do. People like paying to see you do that thing in different situations. Yeah. Let's let's go for it.
1: I mean, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. It it, it just it's just so strained. It's just so hard to watch
0: it really is it's hard to watch a grown man making these sorts of poor choices consistently it's the same reason i don't like meet the parents yeah
1: (laughs) well and and the other part of it is is he is ostensibly in a successful business person that is running a mattress store um, which is probably a front for something, but still, you can't tell me that he's this bad at being a dad.
0: But like, you know, somebody at that Christmas party put on Turkey Lurkey time if you just look at the way that they're, they're <laughs> dancing and drinking and carrying on down there.
1: Yeah, but but also like, is it really necessary to be getting these sales like right up until like
0: literally? If if the movie takes place mostly on Christmas Eve, then this is minimum Christmas Eve Eve, right?
1: Yeah, which which means that like he's who's who who who's ordering that many mattresses? Who's ordering two hundred mattresses at this time? Yeah, it's a hotel. Great, they're not doing that then. Oh
2: yes, we've been busy, but you know I like that. I'm gonna make it. I hear you. Yes, so what can I do for you? 200 king size by next Friday. No problem whatsoever, but only for you, Mr. Jacobs, because you're our number one customer. Andrea, hi. Well, if you think the fabric is too dark, then we just recover it and no extra charge. Well, what do you expect? You're my number one customer. But don't you- There's
1: no hotel. No one is working then and being like, you know what? I got to get this 200... 200- and not also, to sail in before I go on vacation. If
0: you know you have the karate thing, and your secretary is on it enough to know that she's got to write you signs to get you off the fucking phone, yeah, in a move that eerily foreshadows Love Actually.
1: Get what? How is this? Why is the important? secretary not fielding all of his calls? Also,
0: why is karate graduation on December twenty third?
1: <laughs> yeah, that is. That's kind of the odd. other thing. Yeah, that's that's dumb. That's dumb. But you wouldn't. You wouldn't schedule anything like that because guess what? There are going to be plenty of kids that are out of fucking town. Yes.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Because it's the holidays. Their parents won't be at it. Like, he wouldn't have been the only parent to miss this, I don't feel.
1: No it's, it's so never mind that goofy.
0: he's surprised by the concept of traffic oh no what is this it's traffic you dipshit
1: yeah and then he does the one thing that i can never forgive which oh is those God, people I that drive on the median when when, when so
0: much because it, it's and you know how this is fiction there's a cop there to catch him i know right because it never happens those assholes never get pulled over they're usually in a bmw or a tesla yeah Thinking that they own the road. Bitch, I pay my taxes, too. <laughs> I've turned into my mother. The transformation <laughs> oh is complete. Oh, my God. Phil Hartman,
1: though. Oh. Oh, that's right. Oh, did he pass away? Ages ago. Oh. Yeah, he was Troy McClure. Oh. Anyways, he's trying to fuck everyone in this fucking And every every <laughs>
0: woman in the neighborhood knows that he's got a big dick, apparently.
1: Something. The kids look great, don't they? Yeah, they do.
2: Ted. Oh! I baked you some cookies, you know, to thank you for fixing my screen door. Well, thanks, Judy. (laughs) Ted, I was wondering if you'd mind taking a look at my porch light. It just doesn't seem to be working, and uh, you being such a handyman.
0: Sure, I've got just the tool for the job. And he's divorced. <laughs> yes. we're Not a widower. This. I feel like it would be, he'd be, I don't know if he'd be more sympathetic or more believable or what if he were a widower, he'd certainly be more palatable as a character.
1: Yeah. But he, he's made out into this. I mean, he, I mean, he's a villain, but at the same time, it's like, it's it's just, just be kind of home.
0: <laughs> but this sobriety test and. Oh my God. Him saying the alphabet. There.
2: Have you finished now? recite the
0: alphabet a b c backwards the note that i had here though with all of the ted stuff is that ted's got a big dick and he is a big dick
1: yes yeah and that's honestly if that's what he was given great yeah (laughs) um if this kid
0: i'm sorry turbo man have a conversation with your kid Yeah, My dad explained to me why he couldn't get me a yellow Ranger and I fucking dealt with it. This kid clearly gets whatever the fuck he wants already. He's got a captain America mural on his goddamn wall. Surely he can miss turbo man at Christmas and just get it like in Val in February for Valentine's or at Easter something like I get that the whole point is to satirize and lampoon and spoof like the, the toy crazes of the eighties and nineties, things like cabbage patch kids tickle me. Elmo, Power Rangers, all of that stuff had yeah. similar like knock down, drag out fucking crazes, which I don't think you see as much of anymore. I, I don't know if it's just the toy technology is kind of plateaued or maybe we're just not that driven by because like when you think about it, kids say what what like toy commercials are they really seeing?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there no there's no fucking that's, like, that's how I knew what toy or, I needed yeah, yeah, to get Yeah, was,
0: you know, fucking what was well, the one with with the um, cannonball fire? Volcano and it's pinballs. I don't remember what it is. I'm sure people are screaming
1: it. Oh yeah, it was like the the for uh, it's like the temple of something. Something. I'm yeah. gonna
0: drop in the commercial. Danger lives on Fireball Island. More than a mere
2: board game, it's a three-dimensional adventure. Your quest: the Idol's Jewel. Cal- a shark. But it's not so easy. Mountains and chasms stand in your way. Yes. And beware. Your foes are out to stop you with thundering fireballs. Oh, stop her. And collapsing bridges. Oh! No. Got it! Oh me! And you don't win till you're off Fireball Island, the three-dimensional adventure from Milton Bradley.
1: That thing, that thing, (laughs) that thing. I wanted
0: the fuck out of that thing.
1: Yeah, that was it was super. Furbies, same thing. I just I think that maybe nowadays it's not as I mean, obviously, I'm not watching a lot of children's television, but I don't think that advertising is is really as big in that space anymore because of YouTube and shit like that. It's
0: usually adults with disposable income like you and I who are finding that we can't buy the toy that we want.
1: Yeah. And also <laughs> most kids, and I mean you know, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously you, wrong. you, we you can have any. But most kids, if you were to give them the quote unquote knockoff or another version of whatever thing, they're still going to like it. The uh, fact that it is the one thing that's like what uh, oh, you tickle my me dad, Elmo for My
0: dad tried to give me aliens action figures instead of Power Rangers, and I oh. played with them to make him feel better. Like oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, well maybe I'm completely <laughs> off base. I don't know. Completely I got everything base. I ever wanted, so.
0: Oh, fuck
1: you. <laughs> just
0: kidding. There's a pun in here that's bad, even for me. That's
1: one away from green and three away from black.
0: But I saw you get yellow.
1: But you missed blue?
2: You're right. I really blew it.
1: That's the other thing, is like just fucking apologize to your kid. Something. Like, literally, he's Tell literally making every wife. mistake. He is gaslighting, like, no one's business. Like, no one's business. And this
0: movie doesn't even need to exist. Like, I don't, I don't...
2: You got the doll, right?
0: The doll. Yeah. The Turbo Man doll. I asked you to pick one up two weeks ago.
2: Oh. <laughs> that doll. <laughs> of course. Howard... You didn't. Please tell me that you did
1: not forget that
2: doll. No, no, I I I got it. I I got the Turboman doll. The one that has those things that shoot out in front, with that rock'em sakem jetpack, and with that realistic voice box that says, It's turbo time. I got it.
1: Oh, good. I think that it could exist. I think that there is something here. I guess the way that they went about this was just so ham fisted and really? so Ugh.
0: We get a whole series of Chekhov's plot devices here with the reindeer. Yep. That is a horrifying animatronic. Yeah. And the Turbo Man that's safely nestled under the Christmas tree. Like the note I had was Chekhov's Turbo that's Man. That's great.
2: I got a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree.
1: Yeah. The moment that Ted mentioned that he had it was like, of course he's gonna go and steal it. Like. But you know what else?
0: I think this is a uniquely '90s thing the overcompensating neighbor who's passive aggressively showing off. Yeah. That feels like a uniquely nineties trope to me. Maybe not. Hey neighbor. Ted. What the hell are you doing on my roof?
2: What's Ted doing on your roof? (laughs) I had some extra lights in the garage. And since you didn't put up any yourself, I thought, what the heck? Why not spread a little Christmas cheer
0: around the neighborhood? I'm just happy to make everybody else happy. Here's a reindeer for the neighborhood.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, and that's the thing, though, too, is like it's still that sort of, you know, everybody was trying to one up themselves in terms of, like, who had the best lights in their house, who had all this other stuff. That's still happening. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like that's just. Our asses moved here a year ago.
0: And the first thing we did was put up Christmas decorations. And I'm pretty fucking sure we have pressured neighbors into putting their own out because there are people with lights out this year. Who did not have them last year
1: Yeah <laughs> I mean I, I don't want to call it peer pressure But I do like it so Same We're going to keep doing it
0: I think they figured out we meant business When we erected a 12 foot skeleton for Halloween I
1: mean yeah The way that Myron
0: introduces himself Is I, I, The note I had here literally was His name is what now <laughs> Yes because it was so it, fast Myron My,
1: My larva. <laughs> My Who's that Last minute shopping huh yeah. Enough to drive a man insane, in it? Myra Howard
0: Langston. <laughs> and then he says that the robot, which is not a robot, it's a toy, is a fruity robot. How fucking dare
1: How you? Fucking dare and
0: he should have been taken out right damn there for laying hands on that woman. He almost choked a woman out.
1: He did, and I was- Having his own little PTSD moment. And I was like, you know what? This is Arnold Schwarzenegger that's said He would have
0: decked he a motherfucker. deck
1: you, and he should have. He deserved to be punched. Yeah. And when he wasn't, I lost hope in the movie.
0: Same. Uh, I do remember these X-Men toys that they're running by though. And I remember wanting them and saving up my allowance to purchase them. Yeah. I had the Mr. Sinister that's pictured on that end cap. And I also had the gambit. I had a little brown plastic coat.
1: There's a lot of product placement in here. And I mean, obviously, Truly. because it's, you know, a movie about We can't use the
0: USPS logo, but Tiger Toys is going to put their name all over this son Lego of a bitch. Lego
1: literally has an entire sequence. I mean,
0: you couldn't really ignore it if you're filming in the Mall of America. I feel like a lot of small licensing agreements had to be made.
1: Oh, yeah, for or sure. Or they were
0: already baked into a Mall of America contract with those things being in the Mall of America.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: But that's where my brain went during the scene because I didn't fucking care about what the hell was going on on screen. Yeah. How did this movie not send parents into panic attacks? Yeah. It, it was the 90s. Maybe they just tamped them off with Zima, but everything <laughs> about this, it, like, it just feels like a fever dream for parents. Yeah. Trying to uh, fucking stampede to get a toy that's not there, getting into fist fights with other people.
1: The fact that there was an entire sequence of Howard running through the mall, s- s- chasing a Super Bowl. Yes. Why that- are they rubber? And then it gets... Uh, taken by a child who uh, Howard assumes the gender Immediately and is like I
0: It's a safe assumption but part of it Is because that haircut could Either be a Pete Rose or a Dorothy Hamill You can't yeah. really tell <laughs> No you can't Bless her heart Look what
2: I've got for you A shiny red ball Do you want to trade huh? no, no, Just give me a I got it Ow the Ow. Her, her. Ow.
1: And then the woman starts hitting him with the bag. It was like, yes. All of these women. thing.
0: Do I feel like we need to level the accusation of pedophilia against a stranger? Probably not, but absolutely assault this man for laying hands on a child at all.
1: Yes. Like it doesn't necessarily it's have not to be sexual. Kid. doesn't have to be sexual. Yeah. Could just be a- assault. It is. There's there's a lot of assault that happens. There's a lot of there's a lot of felonies that happen in this so, that so just much. completely get swept under the rug. And it but hey, is, remember payphones? Oh yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk about this conversation that he has with Ted, because he is clearly trying to fuck his wife. I like mean. hardcore talking about her cookies, and obviously you know this is a kids movie, and you know they're trying to make you know uh, over their head innuendos. but this is hitting people in the forehead like this is not I mean the noises that he's
0: making while he's eating the cookies are fucking absurd (laughs) they're so awful he sounds like he's figuratively eating Liz's cooking (laughs) that's what it sounds (sighs) like oh oh, it's so hot and moist in my mouth Ted. Howard hey buddy how's it going out there everything
2: okay Yeah, fine. Uh, Ted, I need to speak to Liz. Uh, Could you get. Mm. Oh, Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a. Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check?
1: No! And also, Sinbad playing Myron in this is just again one note there's literally he has no other level and i know this is the way He's that sinbad sinbad is, as a
0: manic postman that's all it is but it's just it's like sinbad didn't get range
1: until somebody gave him a sitcom ah uh, fair Which
0: yeah is, honestly i love that show it was a good show
1: fair enough but i mean i'm again i'm not trying to dismin- diminish his talent but here
0: sinbad is not listening to this podcast
1: maybe our, po- our point is to make fun of this shit, Clancy, You're right, you're not right. Apologize to you're them right. for not liking it. You're Come absolutely right. On. He was fucking one note, and that's, that's, my, that's my note All here. Right.
0: Shall we move on?
1: Yeah, let's go.
0: In desperation, Howard attempts to buy a figure from a counterfeit ring run by con men dressed in Santa suits, which results in a massive fight in the warehouse that is broken up by the police. Howard narrowly escapes arrest by posing as an undercover officer. Exhausted at his failure and out of fuel, Howard goes to a diner and calls home, intending to tell us the truth. Jamie answers the phone, but keeps reminding him of his promise to be home in time for the annual holiday entertainment parade. Losing his patience, Howard yells at Jamie, and he feels guilty and depressed after Jamie scolds him for not keeping his promises.
1: (laughs) Okay, can we talk about the mall Santa? Hey! Buddy, come here.
2: Come here. You want a turbo man for Christmas? Forget it, I'm not gonna sit in your lap. Hey, Chief, that's not my bag. Get it? (laughs) But you know, little boy... With your attitude, I don't think I want to give you access to this. Tony, show. That was taken this morning.
0: The mall Santa who I clocked immediately is Jim Belushi with yes. white eye poli- or white <laughs> shoe polish in his eyebrows. A choice. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Danny Woodburn as Tony the Elf. This man is a handsome man, and he has oh, played yeah. roles like this throughout the 80s and 90s. There was a one of the Shelley Duvall fairy tales that was they did um snow white yeah
1: hello
2: i'm Shelley duval hello i'm shelly 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 duval
0: the minute I saw him pop up, like, my heart swelled because he was a part of my childhood, I
1: feel like. Oh, yeah.
0: And maybe my sexual awakening. I don't know. That beard really does it for me.
1: <laughs> I will say that, like, this was probably the highlight of the movie for me. Yeah. If there's any part of this movie, that I'd be like, hey, this was actually legitimately funny. It was this scene in interaction with Jim Belushi.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we got, we have a talented comedic actor. Yes.
1: <laughs> Who's actually... He's doing something. Doing something. And He's got a story. Trying. Yeah. Oh uh, man. And and again, it, the whole Santa racket that this that this devolves it's into. Goddamn bananas. Is so bananas.
0: It, 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 it's impractical beyond belief. <laughs> the
1: guard dog with the rain with the reindeer yeah, ears. Like I, yeah, it's so I, good.
0: <laughs> it's just it's so impractical. Yeah. And then we get this Bluthian chicken impression from him. Yes. When head Santa Jim Belushi is taunting. Harold about being a chicken. <laughs> hey, well, the North Pole, them are
2: fighting words, partner. Put them up. Oh, relax, buddy. I'm not about to hit a Santa Claus. Come on, come on, what are you chicken?
0: And when I say Bluthian, for those of you who have never seen arrested development, this is what I mean. <laughs> Scared to ask a girl out on a date. But, no, why does
1: everybody think that I'm scared of girls?
0: Because you're a chicken. You're oh, a I'm chicken. Cuckoo ka-cha!
2: Cuckoo ka-cha! What are you doing? Michael yeah. and women?
1: A <laughs> cootie <laughs> That's what I was just telling him. Look, I haven't found the right girl. When I do, I will ask her out. Has anyone in this family ever even seen a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait,
0: wait. I got the perfect date!
1: That's enough. cuckoo cuckoo Yes. It's, it's bonkers. It's so much fun. I will say though that when the Ninja Santa comes out Racist. felt a little appropriative.
0: Felt a little, but then I immediately <laughs> forgot about it when Giant Santa came out. And oh, yes. you and I both at the Daddy same time Santa. were like, let's see them limpels let's Yes, move that move that suspender. And then they
1: did. And then they did. And it was great.
0: Bless him. Daddy Santa. apparently he's a wrestler called Big Show.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. He could get him. He could.
0: And, and then the, and then Tony the Elf zaps Arnie in the balls with a taser. Tased in the dick. Just right in the dick. <laughs> this is this is when you know, if you were wondering up until now who this movie was for, oh, it's for 12-year-old boys in 1996. I was actually in the demo, um, <laughs> even though I never saw it, because here's someone getting electrocuted in the genitals.
1: I did like the way that Howard got out of it by posing as a police officer, which is again, a felony. They're just
0: committing them left and right.
1: It gets worse.
0: So much worse. Also, <laughs> we know this is not a small town. How does he keep running into the same cop?
1: I'm doesn't yeah, make sense. What, what? the hell? Well, because he was on he was on duty at night and then on duty the all next day long day the, and throughout in, the holiday and everywhere he was.
0: That said, as Arnold's getting out of here, he says once again one of the most racist things I've ever heard: <laughs> "You're coming busting in here like terrorists at a tea party."
2: Hey, buddy, this must be the sloppiest bust I've ever seen in my entire career on the force. Detective Howard Lang on the cover. I have been working on this case for the last three years. And you guys come bouncing in here like a bunch of terrorists at a tea party. Wait till the commissioner finds out about this. He is going to hit the roof. Now get your act together and arrest someone.
1: What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's not great. What? Oh, Randy Cornfield,
0: you got some splaining to do.
1: Yeah. I did love Jamie yelling at Howard on the phone and guilting the fuck out of him. It was just because, like, he wouldn't stop. My kind of kid. He wouldn't stop. He kept going and going and going and just pushing him deeper yeah. and deeper into a hole. And it's a hole that he really could easily have dug out if all he did was just paid attention to his family for an hour.
0: No. Because, as you pointed out, even if he had listened to his wife two weeks ago and bought the toy, yeah. it still would have been sold out.
1: Oh, that's fair. Yeah. It still would have been Because they had said it had been sold out since Thanksgiving, so it's at least four weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ted said he's had his for months. Yeah. And if that's when they were fully stocked, you late bitches, all y'all, you're both bad parents. End the film. Roll credits.
1: If Ted really wanted to get her cookie, he could have just bought a second one and then came in and saved the day.
0: Every time you say her cookie that way, all I can think of (laughs) is that episode of The Office We're Dwight's trying to get Angela back.
2: What about that meeting later to discuss finances?
1: Yes. But don't expect any
2: cookie. But what if I'm hungry? No
1: cookie. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: I didn't have anything else. (laughs) Let's keep going. Okay. This is
1: part three (sighs) y'all incoming.
0: Howard finds Myron at the diner and they share their experiences over coffee where Myron tells him of his resentment towards his own father for failing to get him a Johnny 7 OMA for Christmas. During their conversation, Howard and Myron overhear a radio station advertising a competition for a Turboman doll. The ensuing fight between them results in the diner's phone getting disconnected, forcing them to race to the radio station on foot where the DJ reveals to them that the competition was actually for a Turboman gift certificate. The police are alerted, but Howard and Myron escape after Myron threatens the officers with what is seemingly a phony letter bomb. Officer Hummel, whom Howard has run into several times already, investigates this package only to have it detonated his face. Upon returning to his Suburban, Howard finds it stripped by car thieves. He takes the tow truck home where he finds Ted putting the star on his family's Christmas tree. In retaliation, Howard tries to steal the turboman doll Ted bought for his son Johnny, but can't bring himself to do it. Unfortunately, Liz catches him in the act, and Howard is left alone while his family goes to the Christmas parade with Ted and Johnny. Myron pulls whiskey out of his bag to suddenly make an Irish coffee and then just leaves that fucking bottle right there out on the table.
1: Yeah. And it's clear because again, you had mentioned that this whiskey is a real whiskey. It's a real whiskey. And, and, and like, I get it for the product placement, but it's just so much like he takes it out of his jacket and is like being sneaky about it and then just sets it down. Because if I was the restaurant owner, it would be like, what the fuck? No, that's not happening here. He pulls a beer
0: at one point. And later we get this shot of, yeah. of Harold imagining Sinbad as his son, a la Sylvester imagining Tweety Bird as a steak or whatever. Yeah. And this kid starts chugging from the bottle. Yes. And you know, if you Google old homestead whiskey... This is one of the images that comes up
1: first. You've got to know that they were probably not very uh, happy about their product being used this way I by mean, a child. Maybe, because it's just, and again, if a parent was watching this, it's not funny. If you're a parent in the funny. 90s, it might be funny. There's a whole sequence from Pinocchio where the kids get drunk. <laughs> I know, but all that's doing is, like, if you're a parent that is try that and have a child that could get into your liquor cabinet, that's a problem. Because now they've seen it in a movie and they're going to try to do it.
0: Well, sure, but you know what? You're not pulling it out on the table in the middle of the diner. Yeah. You're keeping it, hopefully, in a locked cabinet. Or at the very least, like my mom did, at the back of the fridge where I couldn't really reach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do like the line when he, when he's drinking. He's like, here's to you, Dad.
0: You ever heard of a guy named Scott Sherman? Yeah,
2: CEO of uh, Sherman Industries. Well, you know, he was my old neighbor, and his dad got
1: him a Johnny 7 OMA gun. And you know what happened? He became a billionaire. And me? Well, <laughs> I'm just a loser with no future. Here's to you, Dad. Like, my God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, and here again, I have to know
0: how old is Jamie, because earlier he was talking about how we didn't go to the last two entertainment parades. Right. Which means that this kid has cognition back uh, two years minimum, if not 3 Mm-hmm. Uh, and here he's talking about he built Jamie a clubhouse a quote few years ago. He was only like eight. The actor was only eight. Mm-hmm. Why does he have this kind of memory about a track record for all of the times his dad supposedly failed him?
1: Yeah, I don't remember the last Christmas. What is like, this I, goddamn I, capitalist yeah. nonsense? It is absolutely Sweet ridiculous. Jesus. But also, why, why wouldn't so he pushes his car in front of this diner and then gets out, has this conversation and then des, and then decides, okay, rather than try to get gas in my car or maybe call Triple i I'm just going to fucking or, mope. I'm just going to mope and drink a coffee. Myron is just suddenly going to show up for yeah. whatever the fuck knows reason. Like th- th- there's just so many things that happen in this that are just like of all the gin joints in all the world. It doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: None. And that we don't get enough sort of inspection of the concept that Myron's life went awry because he didn't get the toy, because he mentions that his neighbor, his father was the head of some fucking company. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't spend enough time pointing out that's why that kid went on to become a billionaire because of white privilege. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because of inherited wealth, not uh, because of a fucking toy.
1: Yeah. And then the talking at the radio, like responding to the radio happening, was fucking nonsense. It feels and dated so even for a 90s joke. Yeah. Especially because it's coming from a radio that was like, looked like it was from the 70s. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they, all run up to a payphone to then recite the reindeer. And by the way, they got all the way from that diner to the radio station and no one knew any of the reindeer. That's fucking nonsense.
0: One of them's naming
1: the Jackson kids as they're running up.
0: KQRS, you're on the air. Uh, Randy? Jermaine? Uh, Tito? Uh, nope, not even
2: close. Sorry, uh, you know what? Maybe this will put us all in the mood for- I got the, the answer! Right. Let me in! Let me in! I got the answer! Come on! I got the answer! Yes! I got the answer! Open up! Open up! Yeah, I got a madman in my studio, and uh- HELP ME! You can't just- around Dancer Browns and Comic cube with Donna Blitz!
1: Who the fuck? It's so stupid! <laughs> what fucking the fuck? Stupid. But I want to just say that, like, again, they destroyed public property by ripping the phone off of the, the fucking uh, payphone,
0: tossing mail out of his bag, what, to lighten his
1: load? I guess. And then neither of them running at full tilt. But also, Myron, why didn't you leave your bag in the fucking car? I don't. Also, throwing the mail on the ground, that's, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. And yeah. it's a felony.
0: I just. And he starts
1: opening shit. And
0: why would they think that the studio, like, showing up at the studio and giving the answer would would be the thing?
1: No, that's absolutely not going to work. And I do love that, like, we had kind of a moment of levity here where he's like, I'm sorry, did you think you were going to come to the radio station and we were going to have the action figure here for you? No, that's not the way these things work. There's paperwork that has to be filled out. There's all of this other stuff. And, yeah, it was for a fucking gift certificate for for a toy. Yep. We do escalate again here. Yeah. With a fucking bomb threat.
2: I don't need the right answer to win. I got this! Now what's that? This, Master Trackstar, is a homemade explosive device. Mm. A bomb? Oh, yes, in layman's terms. A bomb! So back up! You built a bomb?
1: No, I didn't have to build a bomb. Don't you read the news? Hundreds of these things come to the mail every day. I just kept one in case I
2: ever needed it. So give me the dial! I'm going to blow up everybody in this place! Are you out of your
0: mind? What? 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 I've, I just, I've not that I had faith in this film at this point, but that plus a joke about Zip Plus Four, which Mm -hmm. was Zip Plus Four happened the year I was born. So by 96, it was a dated joke. Yeah. Who wrote? got randy cornfield i can't you that's got to be a pseudonym for someone who's just bonkers
1: it's <laughs> gotta should, be
0: someone who just wanted to write the craziest shit and didn't want to take it take uh, credit for it but oh wanted to God. take the cash
1: yeah sorry randy if you're listening and you're a He's real person not. but you know
0: <laughs> that was <plus laughs> a going postal joke i'll rip this whole script from
1: top to bottom i know it's so yeah, stupid. it's a product
0: of its time but even for a product of its time it's a poor product of its time
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's.
0: it's, It holds up worse than friends, and that's saying something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But man, so we we have this bomb threat that we're having a standoff between them. uh, And then for some reason, the radio host just says, uh, just gives them this gift certificate, and it's just fine with all of this happening. Martin Mull, who is uh, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. And then the police do end up showing up.
0: And it's fucking Officer Howdy Doody, whatever his fucking name was, that shows up Where again.
1: Where the fuck does he keep coming from? Who
0: we find out why he's no longer on the bomb squad. Because he can't clock a bomb, giggity he pun intended. But,
1: but, okay, so they leave this package there. They walk outside, and then they hear an explosion happen behind them. That sounds massive.
0: Cut back to what appears to be an Acme explosion. <laughs> I was just going to say an Acme bomb. Yeah. Looks like fucking Wile e. Coyote over here.
1: So now you would expect that any police officer that was holding a bomb uh, that then exploded and then had to go to the hospital to go get their, you know, their hands Minimum wrapped. Minimum he'd
0: take the day off.
1: Minimum take no, the day, right? He's back. He's nope. getting coffee. Oh my God.
0: Back on his feet with his hands all Ah,
1: oh, But I, the amount of shitting on cops in this movie is kind of hilarious.
0: I, that's the thing is I can't tell what, this film is trying to satirize, but it's actually trying to satirize right. because it seems to have distaste for everything.
1: Yeah. I guess maybe that's the point. It's just like, you know what? If we're going to make fun of anything, we're just going to make fun of everything. I guess. But it just comes off so labored and it, it's scattershot. It's just, oh, and I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. A Chevy suburban managed to get stripped
0: that quickly. Like this is literally the car. My mother drove when I was this age. This yeah. is the car that I learned to drive on. That thing was a goddamn tank. There's no way you're str- you're gutting it and then spray painting a cheeky Merry Christmas message <laughs> in the course of an hour.
1: Especially because he was he was pointing, like earlier in the movie, he was like unlocking with the car alarm and all that right? other stuff. Like it was a point to like show that like all of his locks were automatic, all that other stuff. So like, yes, there's no way that anybody was getting to this car. No. Uh. It's just Did I and even it- tell? Sorry, did I ever tell you that my mom had she had a a a a Bronco that she used to park in on, on the street in Las Vegas? Mm. It got stolen and completely stripped. It oh, sucked. Because wow. that car rocked?
0: But that's the thing is it would have like they have to move. It's not going to happen right there no, on the no, street. No, no, no.
1: This was like weeks later. We then found it stripped, but like my god.
0: Not in like St. Paul or wherever the fuck they are. Maybe oh, if it was my destroyed. God. Yeah, yeah. But even that's a dated <laughs> joke that I shouldn't be making. It it really really uh. is. Oh. Uh. Anyway, now, Howard, getting cucked is no reason to commit breaking and entering. (laughs) Just because you saw a man who clearly wants to mm, stick his finger in your wife's cookie (laughs) doesn't mean you go break into his house and steal a toy from his child.
2: That son of a... What are you doing? Your star wasn't up, it's Christmas Eve, you've got to have your star up. I'm out all day, and he's in my house, putting up my star on my tree. I got a turbo man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree. Nestled safely under our tree. Safely under our tree.
0: I'll show him. (laughs) Though you know what was a bigger sin to me during this scene? Mm-hmm. When the carolers' mouths didn't match with the words they were singing. Oh, right.
1: Sit me off!
0: Yeah, I, Nothing I felt, annoys me more. I
1: felt Josh vibrating this to Than thing.
0: unmatched <laughs> Haiti. Like, it's they're clearly not at that point in the song! <laughs>
1: Oh shit
0: It's not that Maybe Maybe I'm spoiled Because the only audio engineering I've ever done Has been fully digital <laughs> But that's just Nonsense I'm elbowing the lamp I'm so animated
1: <laughs> Jesus
0: <laughs> I No was- it was Joseph It was sweet flaming <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Flying through the window When the <laughs> fucking fire started
1: You know He has this change of heart About stealing the toy But like obviously He's trying to fuck your wife Yeah Steal the fucking toy y-
0: Yeah Yeah like, let him deal also, with his bratty kid. the kid is a dick. <laughs> Kids, and you know what? I hate that they make him a fat kid. Yeah. I hate that, that, that we're trying to sort of, like, equate a degree of excess with this child and his shitty behavior. Yeah.
1: And I mean, he's shitty because his dad is shitty. is yes. And is and literally, because he's divorced, and his, you know, the kid is getting, the kid literally says at one point, like, oh, you should, you should get your parents divorced because it, it's so much better. Right. Oh my God.
0: And like, look. Maybe this is what bullies look like in the Midwest, little shitty rich kids look like. That's not Mm -hmm. what they look like in Houston, Texas. No, No man, Pam, there was a lot of gel and usually some really expensive braces involved.
1: All right. Should we take this home? No, because we haven't addressed the
0: deer. We need a whole horror film about this reindeer. Yeah. This was one of the scariest animatronics I've ever seen. It really is, and I'm including, uh, you know, anything from Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Return to Oz in that. Mm-hmm. This, is, that thing had human teeth. It was awful.
1: It, uh, and they were like gapped and whatever. And you know, they had the a real reindeer on set at some points, or it was a deer with like I, you know, I don't, I don't know, um,
0: caribou, something,
1: something. But when they would go to these close ups, it's just like you really, really wanted to make this deer or this reindeer look fucking rabbit. You
0: wanted to make it okay for Arnold Schwarzenegger to punch. That's what they wanted. Because that's what happens. I mean,
1: that's, yeah, literally what happens. And I love that it gets caught in Ted's house. I hope it fucked up the entirety of that room.
0: Oh, well, if it, if it didn't, the fire damage. I know. The so. fire damage. Now bring us some figgy bunny. <laughs> Balthazar. Ted says it's Balthazar. Based on the positioning in the giant plastic indoor nativity scene, (laughs) you fuck. (laughs) Who the fuck are you?
1: Oh, shit. Inside,
0: like, it looked like it was Joseph. That got knocked over. But anyway,
1: Anyways. I digress. <laughs> but him yelling Balthazar was pretty great. <laughs>
0: it was It was pretty good Oh, Balthazar. I uh. used to be able to do a really good Phil Hartman, but I haven't listened to any Troy McClure.
1: Ah. You ready? Let's take this. Let's get out of here.
0: Oh, do let's. After dropping off Jamie and Johnny, Ted attempts to seduce Liz, but she violently rejects him by dousing him with eggnog. Meanwhile, remembering his promise to Jamie to go to the parade, Howard decides to attend as well, but runs into Hummel again. The resulting chase leads to Howard hiding inside a storage room where he is mistaken for the actor portraying Turbo Man and dresses in the highly technological costume. As Turbo Man, Howard uses his chance to present a limited edition action figure to Jamie. They are confronted by Myron dressed as Turbo Man's archenemy, Dementor. Despite Howard's pleas for Myron to stop, a long chase ensues involving a jetpack flight. Myron grabs the toy from Jamie, but is cornered by police while Howard rescues Jamie. Howard reveals himself to his family and apologizes for his shortcomings. Officer Hummel returns the toy to Jamie while Myron is handcuffed, but Jamie decides to give the toy to Myron for his son, proclaiming his father as the true hero. Touched by Jamie's act of kindness, Myron apologizes for his earlier discrepancies. The crowd carries Howard away in a hero's fashion, as Myron, Liz, and Jamie happily watch. In a post-credits scene, Howard finishes decorating the Christmas tree later that night by putting the star on top. However, as Howard and Liz kiss, she asks him what he got for her, and he realizes with a shock that he forgot to get her a gift. These parade announcers, oh, Gale uh, Force and Liza Tish.
1: Oh, and Misty Gish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're lucky no. I actually got that one. <laughs>
0: Hey, I found these wigs in the trash. I say we start a girl group. We'll call them the Cutie Patooties. Who's in? Oh, we got one. Um, no, no, no. I'm not interested. I'm just going in the bathroom. Gross. I'll do it.
1: Great, but you're going to need a stage name. What's your real name? Dottie Minerva. Well, now you're...
0: Misty Gish.
1: Yes, Gale Force and Liza Tish They're j- fucking great They're the
0: best part of an awful movie
1: <laughs> They really are It's Speaking- between this and and, and uh, Jim Belushi as the mall Santa Yeah, fair These are the highlights And that's saying something It really is
0: <laughs> Well, it looks like it's that time of year
2: again the 12th Annual Holiday Wintertainment Parade. I'm weatherman Gail Forrest here with the lovely Liza Tish of AM Live.
1: Merry Christmas, Gail. We're high atop Channel 29's Parade Central to keep you updated on all of this year's parade action. Let's watch.
0: And listen. You know what else is saying something? How Hmm. 90s this movie is when Reader Wilson just goes, okay, kids, head off into the crowd on your own. It's the 90s and daddy's got to use his big tool on Jamie's mommy. Holy shit. What the fuck is happening? You're just going to send your preteen children off into a crowd? Right. Uh, Also, this parade itself. Yeah. It is something of a parade of licensed properties. Mm Mm-hmm. There are some horror shows in here. Oh, These
1: Cabbage Patch Kids. Nope, don't like are the cabbage God
0: goddamn horrifying.
1: The Cabbage Patch Kids was horrifying. Sonic was horrifying. Gumby was horrifying. Even the nope. Barbie
0: was kind of horrifying.
1: The Barbie was horrifying. The, the car that she was driving. Pretty great. Red, pretty rad. So Ted is in the car trying to to seduce Liz, which is how it's written here. Yes. But no, Ted is trying to sexually assault Liz. Yeah. In this car, it's and not she seduction. Was, And she responds appropriately. She
0: eventually responds appropriately. Up until then, she responds how every man in the 90s wishes a woman in the 90s would Uh. have responded, which was politely until an invisible line was crossed.
2: It's useless, Liz. We can't hide our feelings any longer.
0: Feelings?
2: You know, Liz, I don't have to tell you. I'm a very eligible bachelor. There are lots of women who would give anything to be in your position right now. Well, I'm a lucky Lucky girl. For me, it all started months ago at your Labor Day barbecue, remember? And you asked me how to marinate ahi tuna, and I said, all you need is Italian salad dressing.
1: The character Ted didn't need to be this aggressive, sexually, truly. No. Because, like, again, this is a fucking kids movie. Yes! Like, this is what, this is, uh, A, this is making any divorced parent look like a fucking t- terrible person a predator right like that's
0: not what you should be that kids should be seeing speaking of this being a kids movie we cut to the warehouse where Howard's being confused as the actor who is turbo banned presumably because his stature yeah. or what have you and revenge of the nerds alum Curtis Armstrong who I love says one of the most racist lines I've heard in a while
1: holy shit yes
0: Been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant waiting for your sorry ass to show up. Well, it's showtime.
2: I know you. You're booster. Yeah.
0: And who the hell do you think you are? Mary Poppin'? Come on, come on. Are you kidding me? It's
1: fucking gross.
0: Balanas. And again. It could be that they're trying to satirize the idea of this kind of like an entertainment worker and make them look like a kind of like you would make a joke about creepy carnies. Right. But there's not enough around it. There's not enough of a negative reaction to it. There's not enough contextual friction to make it seem like a bad thing. A child's gonna repeat. This is this. a kids'
1: movie that kids will watch repeatedly. And they're going to repeat this shit at school and they're going to do things that, in second so grade. So
0: close. I have a distinct memory. In second grade, Mrs. Todd asked us if we could give an example of a simile, which is a comparison made using like or as. Mm-hmm. And I said, as nervous as a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs, because I had seen it in the X Men cartoon.
2: You look nervous as a long
0: tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Yeah. Ergo, you know a child a this joke if only when learning about similes
1: and fucking Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. And then Liz is literally on the sidelines who has just been sexually assaulted in a car and is just laughing now.
2: This is cool. <laughs> yeah, look. look, mom, it's terrible,
1: Everything's fine
0: Laughing, Ugh. chill Yeah,
1: son, run out onto this parade float with this stranger <laughs> Jesus, that knows your kid's name? A, how the fuck? Yeah. He's looking
0: at me No, he's looking at me shes he's pointing at me No, it's me Me, 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 me,
2: me me, me Jamie. <laughs>
0: That's the thing is, no one who doesn't know that that is his father would be okay with what is happening. Because if I were listening,
1: it's like, wait, he he said, Jane, that's, no, 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 no. You're not going up he there. He didn't
0: just point and indicate he knows you.
1: That's scary. Yeah, I don't like that. And the, ugh, And man. then the kid's assault Booster,
0: which <laughs> I mean, he deserves. We hate Booster too, because he's a fucker. Oh, racist. yes.
1: <laughs> he's a goddamn racist. Ew. We knew that the jetpack was going to get used, but my God, the effects here were just god awful. And I know this is a movie, but jetpacks don't exist.
2: Fly! Fly, Toffelman, use your jetpack! It's turbo Power!
1: Like this took. Is this a fantasy movie now? Or like, where are we at here? Because they've doesn't rocketed make any sense.
0: over the shark at this point. Yeah, and literally. it wouldn't be a '90s film for boys without a nut shot, and we get two in this movie. Because here goes, oh here my. goes Jamie kicking Dementor right in the
1: crotch. You got to th- like how? How did that happen? How did? How did? Uh, Myron. Myron know that. How did he know that uh, Howard was going to be? Turbo Man, how how did any of this happen?
0: It, it doesn't just, make it any sense. It all falls apart in the last like it's fifteen just, or so minutes. It's just, I stopped not taking awful. notes when they had the 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 gall to blow through the house of a good Christian black family just trying to
1: enjoy <laughs> their Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> yes, it was Seriously? just so ridiculous. Seriously,
0: oh. the white people in this movie are awful.
1: They are. They really, really
0: are. Man, Liz. Liz is the only redeemable one. Except, I mean, again, Liz, maybe at least see a therapist.
1: Please. Yes! Yes, and hold your your husband accountable, and instead of letting him just railroad through all of this fucking nonsense. Yeah, I get it that he's uh, uh, ostensibly the breadwinner here, but at the same time, he didn't need all of his... He was having a party at his office, and he was the only one working for whatever the fuck reason. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Oh man
0: Ta da that's all I got
1: That's jingle all the way
0: (laughs) Uh, It was made for 60 million dollars And made 60.5 million
1: Ooh I mean Glad that they made that back I don't know how much they marketed Because that's usually not included in that number On Rotten Tomatoes
0: the critics gave this a 20%
1: Yes they did And it is deserved Uh, The first one to do it is uh, Roger Ebert Uh, from the Chicago sometimes, uh, because sometimes we agree and sometimes we don't. Exactly. Uh, he said, uh, I liked a lot of the movie, which is genial and has a lot of energy, but I was sort of depressed by its relentlessly materialistic view of Christmas and by the choice to go with action and mild violence over dialogue and plot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like the movie Roger, so I don't, I can't completely agree with you there, but, but yes, the sentiment is, is, is aligned.
0: Andy sailor of USA Today says, here's Arnie of all people playing a bedraggled suburbanite, and his perversely amusing casting boosts a crass, sometimes nasty, and finally funny celebration of holiday mass merchandising and greed. No. Andy, you're far too kind.
1: Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Levy from Variety said, uh, in this formulating star vehicle, Schwarzenegger gets to fly like Peter Pan, act like Superman, and fulfill all the fantasies kids may have about their fathers. Okay.
0: I just wanted mine to stop drinking. Anyway, oh,
1: audiences said
0: 39% in July of 2014. We get this one. Four stars. Those who dismiss this gem are missing the point. Hilarious. We are satirically brilliant. One of my favorite cult classics to watch every Christmas season featuring Sidbad's only watchable
1: performance. I really wouldn't call Bullshit. this a cult. This isn't a cult classic. There's
0: so much wrong with this review. Moving they, on. We've got a super reviewer here second, Clancy. What did they say back in 2011?
1: <laughs> they gave it one and a half stars saying so bad it's funny. Classically horrible Christmas movie. Uh, I, I can't I, I can't cackle. even get on... I there was one
0: part I can't remember where I lost my shit. It was near the end. I don't remember.
1: Which I mean, it, it that says something. That says something.
0: <laughs> Dominique S in twenty twenty three this year September of this year two stars. I think it's a stupid movie, man.
1: Agreed. And it's all in like, like uh, Dominique. You are you are right, Dominique. On. Dominique, you are right on. Uh, awards uh, surprisingly has some uh, blockbuster entertainment award. Favorite supporting actor for Family, Sinbad. He, he won. won that. Yeah.
0: And then uh, we got the Golden Camera Award, Best International Actor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, won that.
1: Nice. Oh, then we got the Golden Raspberry Awards for Worst Director, Brian Levant. He was He was nominated. only
0: nominated. I have to imagine that some truly trash film was nominated that year yeah. for him to lose. And then Stinker's Bad Movie Award, we got three nominations. Most Painfully and Funny Comedy, Worst Actor, and Worst Supporting Actress.
1: <laughs> How Wait, dare what? they do that, Rita they do that the to Rita Wilson? She was the thing about this film. <laughs> I just, Rude. I, I literally just read this now, and I was just like, fuck you. Rude.
0: Trivia. The Parade, I Clocked This, was filmed at Universal Studios Hollywood yes. in California. That's clearly the New York Street set. If you've ever been on that tram ride, you've ridden down that street. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was designed to resemble Second Avenue. The parade was shot from above by helicopters and stitched into that shots of the real life street. It took three weeks to film with 1,500 extras being used in the scene, along with three custom designed floats. And you know, it was probably dead of summer when they're all bundled. Oh, up like my that. God. Oh, yeah, it was lot.
1: had to have been hot as fuck. Uh, next one here. The film draws inspiration from the high demand of, for Christmas toys such as Cabbage Patch Kids and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the late 1980s, and early 1990s, which often led to intense searching and occasional violence among shoppers, such as the Cabbage Patch riots mm-hmm. over finding the toys. Randy Cornfield wrote the film's original screenplay after witnessing his in-laws go to a Santa Monica toy store at dawn in order to get his son a Power Ranger.
0: My dad said he did that. I don't believe
1: it. Yeah. I did that once for a Wii.
0: Oh, same. I, I was studying for my midterm, no, finals <laughs> Yeah. with my friend Lucy at a Walmart in San Antonio, sitting on the floor in the game section with my laptop so that I could buy a Wii. Yeah. She was
1: like, only white people.
0: <laughs> that was her response.
1: I mean, yeah, I got one. Lucy was black for anybody who <laughs> wonder.
0: And she had, she had white friends for the humor of it. I'm convinced. Oh, jeez. Yeah i love this woman to death but i was no end of amusement to her for my white nonsense i'm sure <laughs> in 1998 murray hill publishing sued 20th century fox for $150,000, claiming that the idea for the film was stolen from a screenplay they had purchased from a high school teacher brian webster cut entitled could this be christmas they said the script had 36 similar. Could this be Christmas? <laughs> they said the script had 36 similarities jingle all the way, including the plot, dialogue, and character names. Murray Hill president Bob Laurel bought the script from Webster in 1993 and sent it to Fox and other studios in 94, but received no response And claimed the idea was copied by Kornfeld, who was Fox's script reader. In 2001, Fox were found guilty of stealing the idea in order to pay $19 <laughs> million to Murray Hill with Webster to receive a portion Laurel died a few months after the verdict before receiving any of the money and on appeal, the damages figure was lowered to 1.5 million before the verdict itself was quashed in 2004 after a judge decided the idea was not stolen as Fox had bought Cornfield's screenplay before he or anybody else at Fox had read, could this be Christmas?
1: Jesus.
0: And all of that is to say, this is why you don't send unsolicited materials to creative uh, agencies, organizations, whatever. They cannot read them because this might happen someday because some shitty person... Wants to claim that their idea was stolen.
1: Uh, And finally, the sequel uh, (laughs) over 18 years after the release of the original film, a standalone sequel called Jingle All the Way 2 uh, was released straight to DVD in December of 2014, uh, directed by Alex Zam and produced by WWE Studios (laughs) and 20th Century Fox. The film has a similar similar plot to the original, but is otherwise not connected and has uh, none of the original cast or characters. The lead roles were instead played by Larry the Cable Guy and Santino Marella. Uh, I will say, like, it, it, it's it's stupid. Why call it two yeah. if it doesn't have anything to do with the first one?
0: Why not call it Jingle mm-hmm. All the wayer? Or-
1: yeah, or anything else. It's just fucking nonsense. Yeah. Ah, Okay. Well, I Uh, think we've been talking about this for too long.
0: Truly. This is more time than this movie deserves. Yeah. I, I can't imagine anyone considers this a holiday favorite.
1: I mean, if you do,
0: uh, uh, please, by all means, try to explain it to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, again, I had seen this movie before. I like, I, as a child, I understand, I understand, uh,
0: why as a tween, it struck me as kindergarten cop at Christmas. Like that's what it, (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean I, and i had nothing for arnold schwarzenegger like no. like the, that was never a draw for me two movies
0: like i loved arnold schwarzenegger in as a kid last action hero and true lies those are the two arnold schwarzenegger movies i like okay that's it
1: i don't think i've seen true lies
0: what's so good jamie lee curtis oh and it,
1: yeah, 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 and yeah he's a
0: spy and she finds out and it's like that's the first right. time people consider jamie lee curtis sexy
1: oh yeah it was a whole thing yeah All right. Well, uh, again, if we shout on the movie and you liked it, I'm sorry about it, but also sorry about it.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're welcome to share your thoughts by sending them into submissions at nonpluspod.com. Yeah. Lancy, where can they find us on social media?
1: Uh, They can find us on X, Facebook and Instagram at nonpluspod.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcasting platform of preference so we can gain the algorithm and get to more listeners and things. Yeah. It's the holiday season. We got two more Krimbus movies coming
1: at you. Yeah.
0: Before it's the end of the year and hiatus time. But we'll talk about that when it's time to talk about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: For now, we hope you're bundling up and getting to see your family or at least the people who are special to you in your life.
1: Your chosen family. Your
0: chosen family. The people who make you feel safe and warm and wanted this time of year. And that... Over there is my
1: winter wonderland husband Clancy. And over there is my festive husband Josh.
0: <laughs> and we have been fa la 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 nonplussed.
1: and there is my very hoey ho Wha- joshua my husband that was a that was a lot i wasn't prepared for what did you
0: call me you might be a- this is how this is how hard this one was on me i've got a drink yeah ah, ah, it was ah. i mean
1: Oh, yeah. I love your wife's sugar cookies. Like, what the fuck?
0: I hate every <laughs> ape I see from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. <laughs> Sorry. It's every time Phil Hartman's on screen. Oh, I can't, Jesus. I can't not. Again, I say this kid's drawing would look much worse. If, oh, but I never said it before. So.
1: Oh. <laughs> I didn't like the movie Robert, so that's the only thing I would say. His name's not Robert. Mm -mm. I liked the movie Roger. God damn it. Remember, you can get $20 off your first box of booze boosters from Shaker and Spoon with the code nonplust. Just go to
0: shakerandspoon.com slash nonplus to get your $20 off
1: today. Add some personality to your potions. And some spice to your sauce. Yeah.